right. You guys ready? Yes. All right. All right. Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jamie. And this is America's Asses, a gal cast. Hi, ladies. I missed you. Hey. Hello. Hi. Welcome to America's Asses. We're a gal cast, an MCU-centric podcast by women for everybody. Right, ladies? Absolutely. You got it. Oh, honeys. I, I've been so busy. I feel like we haven't talked. I feel like because we've all had like just a very productive week, I guess. Yeah, it's been busy. Mm-hmm. It's been real busy. We're getting ready on our end for our big road trip to beautiful New Hampshire. <laughs> hey, it's anywhere but here. So that's exciting. Right? Well, I was, you know, I'm so nervous about because my kids can't be vaccinated. They're not old enough yet. So I've been very, very um, nervous and whatever. And uh, the bonus, we're leaving at 2 a.m. Because Mr. Big refuses to spend the night anywhere, uh, which is fine. I get it, you know. Um, So we're leaving at 2 a.m. just so we can just get through Indiana mm-hmm. because everybody knows how Indiana just sucks. Not the yeah, people. Yes, it does. But <laughs> the, <laughs> the drive. Yes. The drive. Oh, oh, it's terrible. So we're looking by the time the kids wake up, we'll be in Cleveland. We figure, you know, nice. yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. So, but yeah, we're driving to New Hampshire. We're getting all set. We're all packed and Woo-hoo. look, yeah, look, look, I got my, my my corner of pack stuff oh there you go yeah we did that all day yesterday and then the kids packed their clothes today and then i had to repack it today (laughs) yeah sounds about right because according to the princess she just needs one pair of socks and two pairs of dirty underwear (laughs) (laughs) lord you know i'm like well what about clothes clean underwear yeah. Well, yeah, that too. But I'm like, what about clothes? And she goes, oh yeah, that's right. And she grabs her swimsuit and that's it. I'm like, that's what you're going to wear all week. She's like, yeah. All right. So then I just packed her back. <laughs> Whatever. She's taken her mini. She has a little mini mouse blankie that she's had since birth and um, it's her Whoopi. And then she has a Princess Peach doll that she's had for a while. That's her other Whoopi. And every time we mention New Hampshire or vacation, she goes, oh, can I bring Peach and Minnie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, you can. Yes. So and then what about you guys? Just crazy busy. Yeah. yeah. Had an Just adventure. Like- Mm, what was your adventure went to the zoo that's fun it was so fun it was nuggets first time and he just loved it so like i'm exhausted but i'm like riding on the high of like a good day so isn't it as a parent when you have like a first that goes picture perfect it's wonderful because you there's can't a, ask for anything more no you cannot no you can because there are some firsts that you're like oh my god seriously and usually they right. don't turn out because of other people you know so like yeah. 
usually. No, I couldn't have asked for anything better. So fantastic. Super excited. What about you, Alyssa? What have you been up to? Uh, nothing. Oh, well, hey, no news is good news, right? Uh, oh, I'm going back in the office. I found out last week. So I've been pretty depressed for the last couple of days. Uh, <laughs> dude, that sucks. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. I'm just pretty depressed that I have to go back to work. Yeah. In the office. Not work. I've been working this whole time. Right. <laughs> right. It's just actually commuting and going downtown into right. the city. Right. That will be my adventure. Uh, so we all have great things. Okay, so one, uh, some housekeeping off the the bat. Um, when you when the OG six plus hear this, it will be on Wednesday, uh, the thirtieth of June, and then our next episode will not be out until the tenth of June, and then. Um, I'm sorry, the 10th of July. Thank you. Our next episode after that won't come out till the 10th of July because, um, you know, Mr. Big uh, gets vacation when he can get vacation and we are taking advantage of that. So um, it, it may come out on time. We'll see. We're going to try and work it out. But if it doesn't, but we're going to no. let Nikki and enjoy her yeah, vacation. Not, be flexible. And, yes. you know, It'll be she won't be it. editing. Well, she's, you know, on the other on side vacation. of the country. Well, I don't, well, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you, editing would probably be more fun than just sitting around <laughs> at my in-laws. Okay. You do you, you do you. I love my sister-in-law and I love my mother-in-law, but they're very quiet people. And you guys know me <laughs> very well. <laughs> they are very quiet people. And sometimes you're like, wow, you can hear <laughs> a pin drop. Literally, <laughs> literally hear a pin drop. I don't know what that's like. So, but in mm. their defense, the first time they came to one of my family functions, their heads almost blew off their. I was going to say they got I blown bet. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it like my big fat Greek wedding? Oh, one hundred percent. I cake. can see that. Boont. Like, there's a hole in this cake. Boont cake. But just like everybody, they're just sitting it. there, and everybody's just bombarding them in there. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. just like bright eyed. Like, well. Oh, shit. Yeah. Until yeah. it's time to play games. Cause our family, we like to play games. We either play cards or dominoes or trivia games. Yeah. And um, I don't think Mr. Big's mom has ever lost a game. People fight over what team that oh, that she's sounds gonna like be on. Jamie's dad. Yeah, that's my dad. Totally my dad. Oh my God, that's totally dad. And, and there's a rule that. That's why why we can't learn how to play new games with him. Pinochle. <laughs> yeah. Pinochles is the devil's game. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> there's a family rule that she cannot play with me or Mr. Big because between her, me and Mr. Big, like if the three of us play together, no one stands a chance. Nobody's right. going to stand a chance. Um, easily the two smartest people to walk this earth is Mr. Big and his mother. Okay. Mrs. Oh, Big. Okay. Yes. They are so <laughs> Mama smart. Big. <laughs> Mama Big. There you go. Mama Big. So You're Mrs. Big. <laughs> I'm Mrs. Big. Mm, yeah. So, but anyway, I digress. All right, ladies. Oh, that was a bad one. What the hell was that? It must be Marvel news. 
terrible news. You're supposed to do your yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> this is going to be a great episode. I could tell already. All right. So, okay. The, they change, bitch, they changed the ending to WandaVision, y'all. Right. <gasps> okay. I like, saw that on the TikTok. And didn't tell anybody. And I sent it to you too. Right. And I'm like, what the, I didn't believe what you. The, what the hump? <laughs> I, 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 so I watched it once and I thought I saw it. So I watched it. I am not joking. Nine more times. <laughs> I watched it nine more times and I couldn't see it. And then Mr. Big is like, come on, let's watch this. I was like, dude, it's not there. I saw it the first time, but I think I was just seeing things. You know how your mind plays tricks yeah. on you. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you're like, you, you know, it, you know what it's there, what it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. He's like, no, it's right there. And we played it a couple of times and he followed it, the TV with his fingers. Sure. Shit. Sure. As shit. So, so for those of you who don't oh, know, me. There is at the end of WandaVision, if you remember in the second post credit scene there, they show the mountains and the cabin. And now there is you could see kind of like an orb type of something floating or like a silhouette. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. silhouette floating through the trees. Mm -hmm. And everybody's thinking that because. Before, you know, since COVID and everything, but before they were supposed to have Dr. Strange in there. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking that that's supposed to be his representation. So Mr. Big came up with a really good theory on this. Okay. Okay. I'm so glad I married him. Because, <laughs> you know, 99% of the ideas I get, he tells me. So yeah. <laughs> they're not my ideas. They're his. So gotta give um, him credit. Got to okay. give him credit. So he said, well, you know, Loki and um, Lady Loki or um, Sylvie, Sylvie, I keep wanting to call her Sisu, but that's that's Ray and the last dragon. They keep calling her Um, Sylvie, Uh, Loki and Sylvie just blew up the timeline, right? Mm -hmm. So now they're changing it. Now they're changing the so, ending because the timeline's fucked up. What I was thinking, and I think I've seen this on the Tiki Tac as well, that when they blew up the timeline, mm-hmm. that is when Wanda heard the boys because of oh, them yeah. blowing up the timeline. Oh, okay. That, yeah. Like that moment that happened, then that's when the boys kind of came back. And then that's when they were calling for her. Oh, man, so that makes that's, sense. That's parallel parallel to that oh I love that idea yeah oh my god so we'll see we'll see how that so can I just so that's that's your news yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) um so I just want to say that this episode oh my god Nikki was so excited that she was covering this episode oh my god yeah like i will tell you this i will tell you this if it had landed that this was jamie's i would be like girl take a week off (laughs) (laughs) i got this yeah it worked out everything happens 
for or, a reason. Yes. Yes. yes for sure. We, Absolutely. We were meant to change this. We were meant to change one reason <laughs> for this. But this whole series has been, obviously, everybody knows that I've been really loving this. Yes, you have. I, I'm more so than the other two. I love the other two, uh, uh, WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Love them too. But this one speaks to my nerd soul. This episode was like a Doctor Who episode. It was just so Doctor Who and Loki and, well, the variant Loki, uh, they are, they're Doctor Who and his companion. And it's just so, oh my God, it's just so wonderful. I love it so much. I just, I watched it. I'm not joking. I watched it like five times this, this last episode. You're like, yeah, don't phase me. Uh, yeah, sure. And you're what like, yeah, man. Yeah, right. Old news. My God, I am so. And here's the here is the heart. The hardest part is the fact that we are leaving at 2 a.m. on the 30th, which <laughs> is a Wednesday. I am not allowed to watch Loki while we're on this 18 hour fucking car ride. No, he's going to kill you. He says to me. He didn't even ask me if I wanted to, or he didn't tell me I couldn't. He just assumed I wouldn't. Like, do you, what happens when you assume? He says to me, no, no more than 10 minutes ago, before we were coming on, we were just going down our to-do list. And he goes, he, and I told him how I was, you know, how his sister has the, the, the loft and I can record there if we have to on vacation and blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, and the only thing is we can't watch Loki until Thursday though. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wait, what? I can watch it. I'm in a car. I'm, I'm the passenger. You won't let me drive. So <laughs> I can, I'm well, you could have it. You could have it. He could listen to it. No, oh, he well, won't. No, no, no. no there's no, no way. There's, there's no way. I wouldn't be able to do that either. No, Mm-mm. no, no. He's got to focus. <laughs> well, I know, but have it on and then go back and watch it. No, this is one of those shows where you have to like watch. So we're going to watch yeah. it. We're going to watch it Thursday morning. We're going to get up before everybody and we're going to watch it on our phone. <laughs> In the morning nice. before everybody wakes up, just so we can watch. Can't you watch it on your laptop? It'll be bigger. Oh yeah, we could do that too. Yeah, yeah. I'll just bring it'll the be laptop. Bigger than your phone. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're right. You're right. So, all right, are we ready? Ready? Yes. All right. So I am covering Loki season one, episode three, Lamentus. I am. I just love it. We open up to a recap from episode two and then the show opens up to a song called demons by Haley Kiyoki and the lyrics are there's something in the water I don't like the flavor I don't like the taste searching for nirvana something that'll take it all away from me don't bother me my misery it's holding me won't let me speak please forgive me I've got demons in my head I think that song was a very good selection for what we're about to see. 
Well, right. <laughs> we open up to Hunter C20 and Loki Var and the Loki variant at a restaurant drinking margaritas and talking about appetizers. When Hunter C20 gets a brain freeze and the Loki variant explains what brain freeze is. It's when you sip something so cold, it permeates the roof of your mouth and it freezes the synopsis in your brain. So your memories are literally frozen in place. And Hunter C20 is like, no, not true. You're full of it. So the variant Loki has her do an experiment by having C20 drink a margarita and giving herself brain freeze. So variant Loki can ask C20 how many people are guarding the timekeepers. And then when she says this, C20 is like, yeah, she's like, what? She's so confused. Mm -hmm. And because they're back in like C20's time, there's no, they're not in uniform. They're not in their, they're in regular street clothes. Like they're at. Yeah. This was like before Hunter C20 became Hunter C20. Yeah. They're like at an Applebee's or a Bennigan's, you know? Um, so C20 is confused when she asked about who's guarding the type, how many people are guarding the timekeepers. All of a sudden it turned into night with music playing louder and more patrons in the restaurant, like just boom. And then the variant Loki asked, how long have we been best friends and explained to C20 that she can tell her anything and then asked her again. How many people are guarding the timekeepers? And C20 almost spilled the beans. Well, it turned out that variant Loki got information out of her by putting her in an enchantment by touching her temples with a green glowing finger, like ET style, you know, like, you know, and um, including how to find the elevators. Like that was her question. Like, where are the elevators? So she got all the information she needed out of C20. So an interesting little tidbit um, about that whole like intro scene mm-hmm. when the music is playing, the the lyrics that line up with the um, with Hunter C20 and Variant Loki okay. is the line about the demons. Please mm-hmm. forgive me. I've got demons in my head. Oh man. Well, that that's scary. variant Loki. Variant Loki is in C20's head. Absolutely. One so it was just I thought it was really kind of cool how that just kind of lined up. So lined up. Oh my god. Yeah. Very smart. Very smart. Like we know this about Marvel. They no detail is by accident. The minute details. And I'm sure we yeah. don't catch all of them. Obviously, no. we don't. I mean, we're novices at this stuff, right? But yeah. like, even like the like straw hat goofy and you know like all those ticky tack people that we like to watch that like know their marvel yeah that shit. really delve into it they even miss stuff sometimes you know yeah, so i don't feel so bad no don't don't <laughs> yeah. don't all right then there's the opening logo um of loki and then the next scene opens up to all hell breaking loose at the tva like all hell's breaking loose and out of the magic. I mean, this is like minute, like seconds after last episode. Yes. Like it's definitely it picks, you picks right up. Picks right up. Scene opens up to all hell breaking loose at the TVA and out of that magic door walks the variant Loki in the locker room at the TVA. 
she's like, I am on a mission while walking through the TVA on her way to wherever she's going. Variant Loki comes across some Minutemen and basically kicks their asses, but not before. Did you notice this? But not before she put her hair in a ponytail. Can we get a holler for (laughs) female directors? Let me tell you, because if that was a male director, they would not have instructed the actor to put her hair in a ponytail. <laughs> we all put her oh, hair yeah. in a ponytail. She'd be, she'd be fighting with hair in her face and yeah, no one would sure. care. I yeah. mean, all of us put our hair in a ponytail to do fucking dishes, to do whatever, gardening. Yep. To do, we all put our hair in a ponytail to, to, to fuck some shit up. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> we all do it. And I just, I love that. Um, Kate Huron is the director and I just think she's doing a fantastic, fantastic job. Holy moly. Is she Ben variant Loki realizes that her powers don't work at the TVA and she's like, Oh fuck. So she gets her hands on one of their batons and she vaporizes a few of them as she's fighting them. Um, but this is something I found very odd. She didn't take it with her. I would have, right. I literally was saying the same thing. I'm like, you're gonna need it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna need it lady. So, but she didn't take it with her, but you know, well, obviously she doesn't need it because we saw what happened. Although that could have came in handy in a couple spots. Anyway, she just dropped it and just everything went, means something. It's not in the script. So maybe we it's should just true. keep our, yeah, we should just keep our eyes peeled and just remember that put that in the filing cabinet, you know? So, and then she goes on her merry way and, you know, without taking anything, she just walks off. Next, we get our Loki coming through the same magic door and realizing he's back at the TVA locker room. So he realizes where he is and he grabs his daggers <laughs> out of B-15's locker. Good move. Yeah. Our, and so our Loki finds the variant Loki outside Ravana's office and right, be- which if she was going for the timekeepers, are they like in those? I just thought of this now. Are they in those statues? <laughs> or is there like a special? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she was going for the time. Or is Ravana one of the timekeepers? I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. Throw it out there. I mean, I don't know. Mr. Big and I, I like, would... want to lean toward no, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Hmm. I just thought of that just now. So, you know, I haven't really put any real thought to it. And right before they start fighting her uh, variant Loki and our Loki, right before they start fighting, our Loki asks her if she's a variant of himself. She simply says that she doesn't have time for for his bullshit. And then, (laughs) you know, just get out of my way. And Loki's like, you are my way. And then he flips his <laughs> knives. He flips his knives and oof, and man. And then they just start beating the, the shit out of each other. And our so, Loki, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go, go, go. Uh, um, I had a little tidbit on the sword that she has. Ooh, okay. The, um, there's at one point, like there's a close up of the blade and it reveals that it's adorned with uh, the kind of runes uh, seen previously on Asgard, oh, uh, nice. potentially revealing that um, 
the variant Loki and Loki's backstories are closer than they seem. Mm. Um, so it was just very interesting. Well, okay. You know how last week you said that, well, we'll get there. I got to We'll get there when okay. she reveals who she is. Okay. We'll, uh-huh. we'll get there. So our Loki propositions her and suggests that they could work together. And if looks could kill ladies, let me tell you, variant Loki Mm-hmm. gave him such a look he would be dead if looks could kill oh, god i know right <laughs> she gave him the most disgusting stink eye and i loved every minute of it and then she just kicked him in the chest <laughs> so yeah. yeah you know so look loki is all like i see your lack of vision blah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. basically they both want to get to the timekeepers for their own reasons and she just doesn't want to have an she doesn't want to work with them. She's like, get out of my way. Just let me do my own thing. And he's looking at her. and asked for you to be there. <laughs> right. Right. Messing it, up my jam, man. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, Ravana shows up with her baton and two other Minutemen. And variant Loki puts our Loki in an arm lock with a sword to his throat and tells Ravana. If she comes any closer, she's going to kill Loki. And obviously, Ravana does not give a rat's ass. She's like, go right ahead. Zero fucks. Thanks. Save me the trouble. (laughs) Right? She's like, she's like, I could care less about this fucker. So then Loki, Loki then pulls a temp pad out of his pocket and teleports them to some strange place. So they think I don't think that was his pocket. That was her pocket. Oh, her pocket. Oh, yes. He pulls it out of because he was like behind her. Yes, you're right. Yes. So he pulls it out of her pocket. So now he has the temp pad, right? Yeah. So they're in some strange place. They fight over the temp pad and variant Loki grabs it to get rid of our Loki, but the battery is dead. They tussle over it again uh, a little bit more and our Loki grabs it. Variant Loki tells him to give it back to her because our Loki doesn't even know how to charge it. Then he says that he's not the only tech savvy Loki and she is pissed and is not. He and says to him, do not call me Loki a couple times. Now in the series, she's said, don't call me Loki. You know, they get ready to start fighting again until a meteorite shoots right through the roof at their feet. Then we find out that our Loki sent them to Lamentus One in year 2077. As they're running for their lives and dodging meteors, Variant Loki explains to our Loki that Lamentus One is a habitable moon of Lamentus, which is the planet. And in 2077, Lamentus broke apart and its fragments crashed into the moon. And out of all of the apocalypse saved on that Tempad, that this one is the worst. There are absolutely no survivors. So, and Lamentus is also, it's locate, located on the edge of Cree space mm-hmm. uh, and in Annihilation Conquest Prologue issue number one. So now Variant Loki reluctantly has to work with our Loki. You know, she's like, oh God, now I have to work with him just to get out of here alive, right? They just want, they just need to get off that moon or they're both going to be dead. And she keeps our Loki alive because he has the temp pad hidden away. 
And if she wants to make it out alive, she has to make sure he's alive. So, you know, she's fucked. She just has to suck it up. So now they have to work together to find a way to change, to charge the tempad in order to get off the moon. They make it to a safe pod to catch their breath as they're running, dodging meteorites. And variant Loki tries to enchant our Loki. Get it? Enchant? Enchantress? Yo. Mm. Which could be why she's always gets so upset when he tries to call her Loki. Yeah, you think, right? Yeah. Anyway, it it doesn't work. Um, uh, she says it won't work because he's a magician. And our Loki says it. <laughs> Our Loki says, no, it's because my mind is too strong. (laughs) All right, dude, whatever. Uh, Then he started, then they started fighting again. Uh, Lots of fighting in this episode between them two, both physically and verbally. Like they just, they're like a little married couple, you know, with the yelling, not the hitting. There's hitting is not good. Whenever they're like running and stuff and then they make it into the other building, like he still like opens up the door for her. Yes. First. And I was like, oh, like forever he's a gentleman. Still, he's now, still a gentleman. Is that Tom Hiddleston or is that Loki doing Probably that? Tom. <laughs> Probably Tom, right? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Uh, I mean, and he's I always like, like for somebody who's, mm-hmm. you know, who doesn't care about her, he still is like trying to pull her away yes. from being hit by the meteors and letting her go in first and. Except later in the house. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's her own fault. That's That's her fault. Yeah. Yeah. So when variant Loki asked where the gem pad is, our Loki tells her that it's hidden in his heart because it's just, he made it disappear. Yeah. And she threatened to cut his heart out because she needs that gem pad, you know? So basically, they come to the conclusion that they just need to work together to get out. But they still really don't like each other. So variant Loki scolds our Loki, telling him that the plan that he interrupted took years in the making. And variant Loki is still dead set on finishing what she started at the TVA and threatened to kill our Loki when she's done. And our Loki says, or I'll kill you. (laughs) She just smirked and walked off, you know. Loki asked where variant Loki is going and she explained that there's power somewhere on this moon and they're going to need it to turn the temp pad back on. So off they go to find enough power to, you know, thoroughly. Oh, oh, this is what she said. We need to find enough power to travel through interdimensional time and space. So that sounds like they need a lot of power, right? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Oh, Yeah. So as they're walking, they're fighting because that's just what they do. And she's just not giving him a chance whatsoever. But then again, I mean, if she's a variant Loki, she knows he's shifty. Right. Um, But he's trying his best, I guess. But, you know, whatever. Our Loki calls variant Loki variant and she snaps back. Do not call me variant. Our Loki says, I'm sorry. I'm not calling some faded photocopy of myself Loki. (laughs) That was a great line. Great line. And that's when we get the whoop-how, baby. Variant Loki says, good, because that's not who I am anymore. I'm Sylvie now. Woohoo! We got a name. We got a name. 
So her name is Sylvie. So Sylvie in the comics, like last week, you heard um, Enchantress, who is Syl- Sylvie. Um, she's originally from Oklahoma. So in the comics, in, when uh, after Ragnarok, um, New Asgard set up shop in Oklahoma. And she was an original Asgardian, one of the few that fled. She was a little girl. So I've got theories. Just wait, lady. Okay. <laughs> I got theories. Can we talk about last week's theories? Time out. <laughs> did we or did we not say that we thought that the people at the TVA were being held against their will? <laughs> Yo. Uh-huh. Ladies, this is shaping up to be good for us. Right? Knock on wood. Good. Knock on wood. <laughs> We're doing good. So yeah. far, so good. You want to know what? Because I think they wrote this for me. And that's <laughs> just how my nerd brain works. You got sci-fi. You got buddy cop drama. You got fucking Tom Hiddleston. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm just Doctor Who-ish. This is the Doctor Who of the Marvel world right now. I'm just... And I'm here for it. It's <laughs> fantastic. It. Yeah. Oh, man. So, but yeah, I was very proud of us, ladies, and uh, our predictions last week. Very proud of us. Yeah, go us. Woo! So now I'm going to start referring to them as Loki and Sylvie, okay? So, yep. um, like, I had code names in my notes and everything, and I was like, oh, I just got to get to this part. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause I had VL and OV, uh, VL and OL for variant Loki and R Loki. Cause it gets real confusing real quick. Right. So they're fighting and Loki says, so your years in the making plan is to tear down the TVA and just walk away. I would never do that. And Sylvie responds with, I'm not you. So I think that can be a clue. Do you think she's really a Loki variant? Is she a mashup of Sylvie and Loki? So many questions. Yeah. Because she's definitely good. Because I did see like they were saying that she's, um, yeah, kind of a mix of Lady Loki and Sylvie. Like Mm -hmm. how, what she's able to do and Mm -hmm. how she reacts and, and everything like that. So. All right. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not predicting. Well, I did already, I guess. I already said, I think in episode one or two, was it two last week? I said, I think it was two. Yeah. I already said that. So there's no turning back now. That's already published and out there. So (laughs) can't edit that. All right. While they're trying to find a power source to power up the temp pad, Loki asks Sylvie, how long do they have? And she said about 12 hours till total annihilation. Dun, 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 dun. Annihilation. They come across the shack in the middle of nowhere. And Loki reminds Sylvie that brute force is no substitute for diplomacy and guile. <laughs> so did you guys know what guile meant? No. <laughs> Neither did I. I'm like, am I dumb? I did not know what guile meant. But then again, I'm sure it's no surprise to any of you because I am the village idiot of the podcast. So you guys would never think I would know what guile is. 
and I didn't. So I, I, I used my trusty Googler and I found out that guile means sly or cunning intelligence. Oh, cunning. Ladies, we have guile. <laughs> I like it. They're going to try and get power for the temp pad from the shack, but just wait. Some old bitty is there and she just blasts Sylvie right out the door. Just boom, just right out the door. And Loki's. <laughs> See, that's what I was referring to where he didn't go first because he knew it was going to happen. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Loki decides to pretend that he's her husband and he <laughs> says to the lady, Hello, Hello dear. dear. Hello, dear. It's <laughs> been a long time. But there's no fool in her. She shoots Loki out the door and she knows he's a con artist, right? He's a bullshit artist. And she says, Patrice never said a nice thing in 30 years. <laughs> That's how she knew yeah, it wasn't. So there. she's like, right. I know these things. Yeah. She's I like, oh, you're not. just as beautiful as ever. Yeah, right. She's like, fuck you. You haven't told me I was beautiful Liar. ever. Imposter. Right. Yeah. And then she claimed they were the devil, which I thought was a, a great detail since in episode one, the little kid in France pointed to the devil and they alluded yeah. that it was Loki with the kablooey gum. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they asked where everyone was and the lady said that they were all at the evacuation vessel. So Sylvie has this great idea to try and get on board the vessel to get the power to start the temp pad. The lady then tells them that they need to take a train to the evacuation vessel, but that they will never get tickets. So they're now off to catch the train to the vessel. Um, and she's like, you know, good luck. Cause they're only giving tickets away to rich people, which, you know, good reflection to, to today's society. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. So the next scene, mm -hmm. the next scene is at the train depot. And this really broke my heart. These people, you know, so a long line of people are waiting to get oh, on the train. Right? Yeah. That really Terrible. just broke my heart. I mean, that's because ladies, we're, you know, we're, we donate, we help, we we're active members of our yeah, society. We're, and we're also empathetic. We're very empathetic care. The three of us are very empathetic people. And it just, there are some things like, I don't know about you, but like, there's this, um, there are shows I can't watch because I get too emotional, you know, like that movie that, um, what is it? Endings, beginnings. I couldn't watch that because I got too <laughs> upset. I got too emotional and I just couldn't watch it. And then there are other shows like um, um, Pose on Netflix. It's such a great show, but I have to, I can't binge it. I have to watch it in increments because I feel so bad for these people. Like, I just feel so bad. I want to change their life, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, like, just, it's too much. It's too them. much for me. So, and the, yeah. this was one of those scenes where I was like, oh, I feel so bad for these people. They're in dire straits, you know? Because they know they're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Because if so, they don't get well, on. That may, and that may see who's being allowed on. Right. They don't, they know it's not. And it was like, reminded me of like the Titanic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I thought the same thing, Jamie. But you know what it also reminded me of? Like, you, we'll get there in a second. But like when they get on the train, like kind of, and even when they get up Hunger there, Games. Hunger, yes. I was yeah. just going to say Their that. Outfits and, and the outfits and like 
all of the like the lavish yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and they had yeah these weird you know yeah I was totally getting all those same vibes I was like they walk in I was like wait is this hunger yeah I totally get it yeah happen (laughs) yep I totally that's funny I love that we all picked up on those different references and like you know similarities yeah Mm -hmm. that's because we're friends and we get each other I I love it Cause we're nerds because we're Good giant idea. nerds. Um, so this long line of people are waiting to get on the train and these poor people, you hear them yelling and getting frustrated saying the, you know, the arc leaves tonight and that they've been waiting for hours and hours. Meanwhile, you see all of these ritzy ditzy rich folks just walking aboard. Like their shit don't stink. Like, mm-hmm. just like you said, it reminded us of, hunger games it totally yeah. was but it like that but like how they're walking aboard it's like they're stiff they're it's like they're mm-hmm. walking to a party not like they're walking to right to their they're gonna, their lives are gonna be safe you know right they're right like they're being introduced a debutante right. being introduced to society you know exactly. right yeah so Loki and Sylvie are debating on how to pass up the crowd of people and then Loki decides to make himself into a guard and it and it totally worked and they get on the train. So they're on the train and Sylvie sits down and Loki goes, um, I can't go backwards on a train, which I feel you, man. I, I feel you. Say, yeah. I, I feel you. Like, I can't do that either. Yeah. And yeah, then she's I, like, when I don't have my back to a door. He's like, <laughs> and, I, but, and I agree with but, that too. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, there's doors everywhere. So she's like, like, just shut up and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> just shut up just do it so loki and sylvie they start to talk and loki tells sylvie all about his mother frigga and how she taught him everything he knows but sylvie says she taught herself how to enchant enchant people and he's like totally thrown back like Like, yeah you like you taught yourself right yeah like Like, he was genuinely impressed yeah how did you teach yourself how to do that so this scene, I don't know, ladies, if you, well, I'm sure you'll agree with me. The scene has probably the most honest and real acting I have seen in a long time. From um, both of them. From both of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, since Falcon Winter Soldier, like when, and WandaVision, I mean, there's just such fantastic acting in all three of the series, but um, this right here was just phenomenal, for, you know? Anyway, Tom Hiddleston's acting is just superb. And then Sophia DiMartino's acting is stellar, stellar. You could see the longing in her face as, as Loki was talking about her mother, about his mother. And she was just, you can tell that she was envious of him for having a mother. And you could just see that just in her eyes. That's acting, folks. Anyway, Sylvie says she barely remembers her mother, and they both talk about being adopted. Sylvie they says told she, you? Yeah. They told so, you? She's like, I always knew I was adopted. And he's like, they told you? And she's like, what? What? Like, yeah. Well, eventually, I found out, obviously, but. Right. right? He didn't that- find out until, well, actually, wasn't it technically since this is 2012? Mm-hmm. He only found out like the year before. Right. Yeah. So he's probably still in the mix. It was still fresh. Right. So it's still, he's only had like a year to process that. Right. It's weird thinking that because now it's 
2021. Right. For us, it seems like it's so much later. Right. Or is it what transpired? 2023 in their time. Right. The timeline is all different. Their timeline. But thinking like, no, it's only 2012. (laughs) So, so then Loki, he starts drinking. Um, Sylvie doesn't drink. So Loki drinks for the both of them. And Loki, Loki says, it's a pity that the old lady decided to stay and die. But Sylvia reminds Loki that she was in love, even though she hated Patrice. She was still in love with him. So Sylvie says, maybe love is hate. Then Loki asks Sylvie if there's a bow waiting for her on the other end of this crusade. And Sylvie says, yes, she managed to maintain quite a long distance relationship with a mailman. (laughs) I have a tidbit about that. Woo, go ahead. So speculation that um, Sylvie's postman could be Willie Lumpkin, who was the one who delivered mail to the Fantastic Four. Okay. AKA Stan Lee. And also in the comics dated Aunt Aunt May. Damn. What? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. That's well. just that's just a theory. <laughs> who knows if they're gonna, you know, go along with Ever that? Connect those dots, but right. If they're gonna mention it anymore, but that's cute. I like it. Yeah. I like to think of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> then Sylvie asks Loki about himself, saying, What about you? Your prince must have been would-be princesses or princes in your life. And Loki says, a bit of both. So there we go. We have it, ladies. Mic drop. And if Mic you notice, drop. the coloring of the the train car that they're in mm-hmm. is like pink and purple and bluish. No, and- was <gasps> yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I love it. I love it. Oh, I love the fact that he's being rep- that he it, Marvel's representing. Mm-hmm. It's just oh god, I love it. I love every bit of it. So yeah, so now Loki, he's by. So he's part of the Alphabet Mafia, which we love. Anyway, so he said, you know, that a bit of both, you know, some princes, some princesses, but nothing real. Sylvie then says, "Love is mischief." Then. This really got to Loki. Uh, you could see it in his face. He was like, oh, you know, like so forlorn. And the chemistry between the two in the scene is just there's some sexual tension. I don't know if you guys read that, but that's how I, I read did. It. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, there because was, but because there... he's so self-absorbed, of course, he would love himself. Exactly. I know, but that's like, just kind of version. Yeah. I know it's yeah, it's weird, but he's just in love with another version of himself. <laughs> you know, I, I can't say I've been in love with myself, but I know people who are in love with themselves. So no, I'm not. I'm not there, but it was just some sexual tension. So I doubt it's going to go anywhere. So I hope not. I mean, yeah, that would just ruin it, right? Well, maybe yeah, not. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't. Well, it, it just, it, yeah. to me, in my mind space, they're like. Brother and sister. 
right? Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. like, they're, they're made, they're of the same. It, they're right. Yeah. They're, they're too just, connected. I, yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I just totally can't get, get that it. out of my head. Like, yeah. They're like, they're like the same person. They're fucking like almost related. I don't want to see that. Yeah. So anyway, so they both decide to relax in their own way where Sylvie takes a nap and then Loki proceeds to get proceed and Loki proceeds to get completely blitzed. <laughs> um, and he's at the bar, you know, leading a sing along and Sylvie wakes up to notice two things. Number one, Loki is in his TVA clothes, no longer yeah. dressed as, as a, a guard. guard. Right. And two, Sylvie sees this rich asshole looking Loki up and down and then leaves in a tizzy. So she knows yeah, what's like up. Yeah, like super suspicious. Yeah, they're yeah. onto him. Yeah, completely. And so she knows what's up. So Sylvie is giving Loki dagger eyes, like, shut the fuck up. Stop yeah. singing and get yeah. your shit together. And he's just singing. And then he finishes and Loki cheers to, he goes to Sylvie, everybody. And then smashes the champagne glass and says, another, just like Thor did. I was going to say, there are so many like callbacks to Thor and, you know, any movie like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So So then there's also a parallel to WandaVision. So because Loki's singing. I was just going to say that. And he's singing in Asgardian. And that's similar to when we hear Wanda singing in Sokovian. Oh, yeah. Um, so like that's the like only few times we actually hear them in their native tongue. Oh, very nice. And then just going back to their conversation about love mm-hmm. and whether it's a coincidence or not, that mm-hmm. it kind of pokes fun at Vision's line. You know, like, what is love if not? Oh. Or what is grief if not love preserving? Mm-hmm. But then like they're taking it from like the cynical, their cynical point of view. Oh yeah, they're very cynical. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Great. So it was at this point that I noticed all the green circles all over the train car. Did you notice those? Oh. Yeah, they were like kind of like almost like a chair railing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like all over the train car there was just green circles everywhere like in great observation so could it be because sylvie is enchantress uh we'll see (laughs) pretty sure she is sylvie is rightfully pissed at loki like she is super pissed she says you are drunk and he says no i'm just full i'm very full which full in Norwegian, I believe. Oh man, I didn't write this down. I just read it, but full is either in Norwegian or I'm not sure what, but full means drunk basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Full means drunk. So, uh, I love it. And I think I'm always going to refer to myself as full when I am full. (laughs) I love it. As in I'm full of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Sylvie reams Loki for not laying low and tells him about the rich dude looking at Loki weirdly. And she thinks something strange is about to happen. So, and she's about right. Loki then changes the subject back to love. He tells Sylvie that love is a dagger. It's a weapon to be wielded 
wielded far away or up close. You can see yourself in it. It's beautiful until it makes you bleed. But ultimately, when you reach for it and Sylvie finishes his analogy and says, it isn't real. Love is imagine is an imaginary dagger. <laughs> and She's like, that's stupid. Right? <laughs> he was it like is. so proud of himself. Like he thought he got there. He was right? like, well, okay, wait, never mind. That was terrible. <laughs> well, he's full, you know? I mean, yeah, he's, so, it, you know, the, yeah. The connection from the brain to the mouth. Yeah. I mean, they, well. oh God, they're like, yeah, love is a terrible metaphor. You know, that's what it is. That was a terrible metaphor. Oh, <laughs> it was horrible. So, and they both agreed that, yeah, it was just bad. It was just a bad metaphor. So then the guard comes back in with the old rich dude and he points him out. He's like, that guy there, me. And because <laughs> that's how rich people talk. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> the guy until my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Blast from the past. Salt in my vagina. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I love it. I needed that. <laughs> so of course Loki tries to sweet talk himself out of this jam, and it just doesn't work because you know he's he's drunk. I mean, I'm sure he's if he was yeah, he's full. he's full and i'm sure if he wasn't so full his magic would work but it it's not and instead of conjuring up tickets for the train he conjures up fireworks so that wasn't that wasn't a good thing yeah that was not good so a fight starts to ensue and loki gets thrown out the train window and then sylvie's worried about the temp pad so she goes she flies out the window after him. So when he gets thrown from the train, he lands and flips his hair the same way he does when he's falling in Thor Ragnarok. And he did that same pose when they were fighting in Rock's cart. Really? When he when they like slid him across the floor on his stomach and then he flipped his hair back. So we've oh. seen him do that same move a couple times. Oh, that's cool. I did not catch that. Good eye. Yeah. So Sylvie is just beyond pissed now. Like it's just this whole episode has been Sylvie getting mad, pissed, pissed off, even more pissed, infuriated. Like it's just it's getting to where she can't even control herself. Right. I I mean, I feel you toots. Real quick, though, did we um, did we notice and I just wanted to point out that before they you know, exited the train. Um, she took off her headpiece and no. started using it as a weapon <gasps> yes. during their fight. And that's something that Loki did in Thor Ragnarok. <gasps> You're right. That. Very good. And did you also notice that her headpiece is only has one Thor, mm-hmm. one horn, horn, mm-hmm. thorn, horn. <laughs> and, um, in Loki, Agent of Asgard comic series, Loki and Lady Loki wear a similar headpiece with a missing horn. Nice. Yeah. Do we know how she lost her horn? No. We'll find out. We'll find out. So all she wants, Sylvie just wants the tempad. She just wants, and she wants it now. So Loki conjures it up and it's fried. It's done for, it's broken. It's like, it's 
obliterated. It's gone. Very good word. That's the best word to describe it. Obliterated. Sylvie is like, now. Well, I did fall hard. <laughs> yeah. I just oh. roll off a train. What do you expect? Yeah. Well. <laughs> so Sylvie is infuriated and she just screams and this huge burst of energy explodes around them and she just walks off to be alone. And Loki slowly and somberly, knowing he done fucked up, sits next to her and asks yeah, Sylvie. Also, that's also in Thor, I believe I read. Um, when Thor, I think in the beginning, when he's, you know, sitting on the stairs and um, feeling sorry for himself, like mm-hmm. Loki comes around and it shows like the same, like you see him walking and then he sits down. Yeah. Like the same way. That's awesome. That's awesome. There's another parallel. There's a lot of parallels. There's not too many tidbits, Mm -hmm. but a lot of parallels in this episode. A lot of parallels. Yeah. So, and Loki asks her if her scream made her feel better. And she, I mean, yeah, it looked like it made her feel better. (laughs) We've all been there. We've all been there, right? We've all wanted to do this. So she says yes, and then Loki asks what they need to do now. Sylvie just says, I don't know. She has to regroup. You know, like you could tell she just has to regroup and she'll figure it out in a couple of minutes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. She just seemed very defeated. And the temp pad is completely destroyed now. Both Sylvie and Loki are going to die on Lamentous One. Then Loki comes up with an idea to hijack the arc and because that always ends well right (laughs) and sylvie simply looks at him and says okay that's it she's like okay she has she doesn't have faith in him but she has no other ideas right so she's she's like let's go with it better than nothing right so off they go to hijack the arc so they can just They're just going to change the timeline. They're going to alter this forever so they can get off safe. Along the way, Loki wants to know more about Sylvie's ability to enchant people. Sylvie says that she needs to make physical contact and then grabs a hold of their minds. She goes on to explain most people are easy and she can overtake their minds instantly. But the stronger ones, they're trickier. She's in control. They're there, too. In order to preserve the connection, she has to create a fantasy from their memories. Like in the case of C20, in the opening scene, she created a memory of them eating appetizers and drinking margaritas at a Chili's. Loki then says, and you call me a magician? (laughs) (laughs) Sylvie then goes on to explain that C20's mind was so messed up that she had to pull a memory from hundreds of years prior before she even fought for the TVA. Loki then, Ah! Loki's like, homina, homina, home? Wait, what? Say what? So you see Loki. Say what? (laughs) You see Loki connecting the dots, right? Mm -hmm. And the, and again, we were right, ladies. The TVA is shady as fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We were so right from the get-go. Yep. That means Mobius and everyone around 
him, everybody at the TVA has been kidnapped. Yeah, they've all been kidnapped from their timelines and their memories are like wiped. You know, it's just terrible. I kind of feel vindicated in a way. Don't you? (laughs) Don't you? I mean, after the Mephesto debacle, I feel like, (laughs) like we're, like you said earlier, Jamie, we're, we're really getting this one. We're really getting this one. I'm feeling real confident, guys. (gasps) Watch, we're going to crash and burn next week. (laughs) Don't say that. Okay. No, 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 no. All right. So we just needed a prediction win. We haven't had one yet. So this is just a very good prediction win, you know? You're going to give it to us. <laughs> anyway, Sylvie explains that C-20 was just a regular person on Earth who loved margaritas. Loki explains that the TVA told him that everyone who works at the TVA was created by the timekeepers and that no one at the TVA knows that they are real people. They all think that they're just created for the TVA. Then you hear over the intercom that it will be 10 minutes before launch. So they hurry their asses to the arc. You can see it like in the background. As Sylvie and Loki are walking through the tunnels to the arc, Sylvie asks Loki, do we trust each other? And he says, we do. And you can. As they round the corner to mass hysteria and uprising. And Sylvie replies, good, because this is going to (laughs) suck. no shit right there's something about the 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 lighting and the 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 colors used in this episode that just so calming and just i I have a theory about that go for it we'll We'll do it during theories okay yeah i'll do it at the end all right So crowds of people are chanting, let us in, let us in, and just screaming and fighting. And ultimately, you know, the reality is that this is an apocalypse and that everybody's going to die. And these people know they're going to die. They they're just fighting to to the death, you know, heroically. There's an announcement that now says five minutes to launch. So now remember, in the timeline, the arc never even launches. The moon gets destroyed before they can even take off. So Sylvie and Loki hightail it, and they only have five minutes to change this course of history. They decide to go around to get to the arc, like go around the back way to get to the arc. Meanwhile, they're dodging and weaving through the crowd and fighting off guards and, you know, all this, you know, they're trying to get to the arc. At one point, a structure is about to fall on them, but then Loki used his telekinesis powers to stop the structure from falling on them. Whoo. That tight shirt. (laughs) And that is why for the cover art, (laughs) I put it on there exactly for Nikki. (laughs) Man, it's a tight shirt. I don't know, man, a man in a tight suit with tight with skinny pants. I love a good Chino on a man and he rocks a good Chino. They finally make it to the Ark and then bam, it's completely destroyed. Like, oh, yeah. Loki stands there in just disbelief, like all this effort just gone. And then Sylvie walks away in complete defeat. She's but she's done that a couple of times this episode, um, but she just walks away in complete defeat. And then the episode ends. Fucking screwed. Right. They're fucking screwed. That was their last chance. 
or was it? I'm sure yeah. they'll find something because that's only episode three. There's much more to come. And the episode right. end with a very melancholy song called Dark Moon by Bonnie Guitar. Uh, the lyrics are absolutely perfect for this ending. It, the lyrics are Dark Moon, away up high in the sky. Oh, tell me why. Oh, tell me why you've lost your splendor. Dark Moon, what is the cause of your light withdrawals? Is it because... Is it because I lost my love? I just love it. And it was such a good song. I actually downloaded it. I like it. And then we go to credits. And that's Loki, episode three, Lamentous. Ladies. I know. It was so good. It It reminded me so much of Doctor Who. It's not even funny. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> so on the final credits mm-hmm. um i don't know if you noticed the two guards that they had shown earlier in the episode um that when they were asking for tickets and loki's like oh well we radioed ahead and mm-hmm. um radioed ahead in their um, wait time out you know we're time out i'm back jamie's back you there what yeah. happened? I yeah. froze and then I, I don't know, froze she and kicked, kicked me out. kicked out for a second. Oh no. So the, so the guards are credited as uh, PVT Hudson and Corporal Hicks. And that's uh, nods to Hudson and Hicks from Aliens. Yeah, I read two, but I didn't, I never seen Aliens. So I had <gasps> no idea oh what my God, put it on the list. Game over, man. <laughs> Game over. Game over, man. Game over. You gotta watch oh Brother God. Number Two. I oh my had God. me watch that when I was like too young, I'm sure. Five. Yeah. <laughs> too young. So my Four, dad, yeah, back in the 80s when VHS tapes and VHS players came out, my dad went mm-hmm. and got a job at a place called Alice in Video Land. And it was next to the Blarney Stone in Oak Forest on Cicero. Oh, okay. Um, okay. My dad got a part-time job there. Which so one of those is still there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. It's completely different. So um, anyway, so my dad worked there so he could get, um, he worked there part-time so he could get a discount on a used VHS player. He bought one on discount that was used for $500. Oh my God. This is back in like 1980, maybe 81. So he used to take us there. My mom would, you know, my mom would take us there while he's working and, and we would pick a video, you know? And so I always wanted to pick alien or aliens, one or the other, because they had the glowing egg on the front. And I just thought it was beautiful. And my dad's like, no, honey. I think <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, honey, this is like in the mid eighties. And he's like, no, honey, I think you're going to have to wait for that one. He's like, here you go. Here's Pippi Longstocking. Go ahead. I'm like, All right, fucking Pippi. She's an idiot. Right. I'm like, good damn it. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, you got to watch Aliens. Both Alien and Aliens. Aliens. Okay, so you know in pop culture, you know the 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 scene where like there's like a, a picture of a, a guy with like an eight with like this this thing coming out of his like an alien yeah. coming out of his, mm-hmm. that's from Alien. 
That's yeah. That's okay. John Hurt. That's John, the actor John Hurt. He also played Jesus in um he played Jesus in um History of the World Part One. He and played Alavander in Harry Potter. Played Alavander in Harry Potter. Okay. Very good. And he was Elephant Man. He was John Merrick. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's that guy. Watch. Yeah. I got lists, honey. I got lists for you. You have question, you call, you call, you call okay. your gal Nick. I'll, I'll okay. clarify anything. So what I read, which are you totally, laying your theory on us? I am wait, laying my theory. Wait, wait. Any other tidbits? No, that was it. All right. No, like, like you had said was, before, more yeah. parallels than tidbits this yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. No, I said all my tidbits. Okay. Um, Go ahead. We'll do theories now. If you notice, I think I sent this to you guys in Tiki Talks. Um, or maybe I read it somewhere. But the first three episodes, if you notice the like the coloring of the episodes, the lighting is so far like the first episode's been orange, the mm-hmm. second one's been blue, and this one was kind of purple. Ooh. They're doing different colors of the Infinity Stone. <gasps> yes, that's what you. I were, wonder. You I wonder. That, right? I wonder. If, yes. I saw. I think. Yeah. I saw that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I sent it to you guys. Yeah. But so I wonder I know, what. So I can't wait to see episode yeah, four next to see if it yeah. it seems to go in, in, in line with the theory or, or not. Or it's just total bullshit and <laughs> they're totally going to ruin we'll, it. We'll see. We'll see. I think there's something to that, Alyssa. I think there's something to that. Okay. Um, Jamie, do you have any alternate theory? Do you have any alternate theories? No, I really do think that um, Sylvie is the enchantress. Mm-hmm. I just, for as much as she's like so against being called Loki or being compared to Loki, mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. think that she is. Yeah. All right. What if Sylvie, here's my theory. What if Sylvie is enchanting Loki all along? In creating this entire scenario. But she tried to enchant him and it didn't work. Hear me out. What if Sylvie is create because remember when she said that people who are strong who have a stronger mind, she needs to let me find it on my notes. You said they have to be there along, like they're she's enchanting them, but they're there as well. Right. Like it's not just um, her taking over. Right. So Sylvie says that she needs to make physical contact, then grabs a hold of their mind. Um, And then she goes on to explain that most people are easy and she could just overtake their minds instantly. But the stronger ones are trickier. She's in control, but they're there too. In order to preserve Mm -hmm. the connection, she has to create a fantasy from their memories. Right? So maybe that got me thinking, maybe this is all one big farce that she's creating in order to get to the TVA. Wait, so are you saying this entire thing or just this episode? Because then that would kind of... Yeah, no, no, no. Just this episode. I can say if you're referencing just this episode, it, it kind of makes sense that that it ended the way it did with them not getting off but that's because not the end because it didn't really exist 
Right. 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 I can see so that then. Just this episode, because when they were tussling before uh, Loki stole the temp pad from her and she had the, the sword to his throat, she could have enchanted him then. Like she was touching him. Could be. Right? Yeah. I mean, they mm, fought, they idea. physically fought several times. There, at any time, could they have, could she have done it to him? Right. Or is this Loki enchanting Sylvie? I mean, he's well, he is the god of mischief. But so when they had talked about like her mind control powers mm-hmm. in the comics, like Sylvie and the Enchantress mm-hmm. use mental manipulation, mm-hmm. and it was most notably in Dark Reign, uh, the Young Avengers. Yes, I read they, that too. They show that. We need to read up on the Young Avengers. I mean, we know yeah. we know of them and we know little tidbits about them, but we've not right. Read but we don't them. know a whole lot. Yeah, right. We need to do that because it just sounds so fascinating to me. You know. So, any other theories, guys? I think we got some pretty good theories going. Yeah. Well, the Loki, my Loki theory is not been proven yet, so I will not highlight that. I will just make it blue. On my notes because we have not proven it yet where the quantum realm and all that stuff but the mobius one in the tva if that man does not get himself a jet ski by the end of this series <laughs> i am gonna be really upset this man needs to get that man a jet ski you know maybe you'll like, get him one get yeah. this man a shield <laughs> this man a jet ski <laughs> go that to Wakanda one. and get him a jet ski <laughs> <laughs> that poor man oh mm-hmm. I feel bad for all of them man right especially him though yeah so um our question clarified questions for clarified questions of clarity we have none so what do the color means nope. we still don't know but you have a theory as a to good the working col- theory. A good working theory, but we still don't know. And did TVA create this variant of Loki? We do not know. So what are our new questions for clarity? Anybody? I don't have any either. <laughs> forget, forget, no. forget. Yeah, I don't have any either because um, they. it was pretty much just when you step back and look at the episode, it's beautiful a beautifully written and directed and acted as it was. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was them trying to get uh, power to the temp pad and then just on their way to the arc and then kablooey. That's all it was. Yeah. They just yeah. took they took the scenic route of telling that story. Um, beautiful scenic route of telling that story. So there's really not many questions that came up. You mm-hmm. know, it just got them from A to B very quick, you know, in 45 minutes. Are these 45 yeah. minutes or half hour? Because they seem like they're short. This one they're like was 50 minutes, aren't they? Are they? Each episode was different. I okay. think this episode was only like 41 minutes. Okay. Well, the other one was like 51, I think, like the first episode. Okay. All right. Because I don't know if it's my nerd brain and just I'm so excited to watch it that no, it this goes was, so quick. So the first 
first two episodes were 51 and 53 minutes. And then episode three was 42. It's the, it, they just seem like so, so short to me. Oh boy. That's, yeah. that's a pretty reasonable chunk. All right, ladies. Do we have any other business? I think that was a, that was, I have to say hands down. This was my favorite episode. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. It, so you could excited. just tell. She got this You could just one. tell you loved it. Oh yeah. God. It was just wonderful. And I'm so glad that Loki, you know, that they're, that Loki is representing the alphabet mafia. I love it. I love that. Um, I just love every bit of this. There's just all good things about it. And the series in general, just great. Just great. Yeah. Mm. All right. What do you got for us? Liz? Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Anchor. And we are also on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to email us, reach out to us, tell us how cool we are or how nerdy we are, you can email us at America's Asses Galcast at gmail.com. And there's another thing we'd really like you to do for us. We would like it if you would like us, love us, follow us, rate us, review us, and subscribe to us. <laughs> And one more thing. I love you. I love you. I love you. 3,000! We had tacos for dinner, and it tastes even better coming up later. <laughs> yep, a bit. Man, taco burps. They taste so good. <laughs> Man, they taste good. I mean, I guess of all the things that you can burp up and still taste decent, I would say tacos is probably a good one. Right? I like to free ball it. That's the thing. I can't, I can't, I can't memorize lines. I don't. That's why I never go here other than for commercials because I can't memorize lines. I'm terrible at it. I'm like, eh, I'll just, whatever. I'll just see. I can memorize. Like I can give a speech. I don't need to, I can memorize it, but I okay. have, I just, I don't, don't have the acting bug and I never have, and I never will. And I'm okay with that. That's never something I enjoyed. I enjoy, like, like I said, I can you know, give a presentation. I can give a speech. Yeah. I can. Yeah. No, I can't. I, I can't memorize speeches. Quotes. Movie quotes, sure. I'll get it like that. But like, well, you know what? Just make a speech up and just string all different right. quotes together. Like, you'll be fine. At work, like I just get so nervous and like stage fright. Like, do you want to know what that's called? It's called communication apprehension. I did a thesis. What? Well, I'm ter. I have that or whatever that is. My senior thesis. That's what it was on. Really? I always, found it, I always found it so odd that people would always say, like, and there's so much research saying that they were more afraid of public speaking than death. No, I'm not afraid of either. Oh, I don't know about that. Like, there but... is literally research that says that. And wow. it just boggled I mean, my I mind because I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't like I'm not that way. Religion. Like, I, I right. can get up, I can fucking talk to anybody about anything. Oh, I, I could make too. Through it. I could but, too. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, let me delve into this. So that's what I That's awesome, Jamie. That's really cool. That's, that's awesome. Great. Okay, so how do you get over that? Practice. 
like anything. I still do that. And I still get, you practice by yourself in the mirror. You got to practice with people. Yep. And you have to, in, in a good way to help get over it is go with a topic that you're comfortable with. Don't start with something that you have no fucking idea because that heightens your anxiety. This is better there because I said, right? Right. <laughs>